The final frontier begins. This is about saving the future of humanity. This is a huge victory for the good guys. You've never seen Voyager. Commitment to this course of action is not emotional. Scotty, beam us up. Welcome to Beam Me Up, a Star Trek podcast. This is a very special episode. This is a bonus episode, an Answering the Hails episode. I am Brent Allen, one of the hosts, joined as always by my good friend Matt Sonnenberg. Matt. Yes, sir. Welcome to Answering the Hails. This is one of those episodes where uh, our our listeners have been sending in emails. We've got an iTunes review and, and just all this feedback they've been giving us. So, you know, we take some time out of our of our recording schedule to sort of release a an extra bonus episode, man. It's it's uh, they're they're still writing in. That means they're still listening, which is good. I like it. I like it. All right. Well, why don't we why don't we take a look at this? Uh, we've got a, a new iTunes review. This one comes into us from Jepper eighty seven. Okay. Uh, we got a five star review. This is great, and it's titled "Great Show." Much. Yeah, great show. He says I started listening to the show because of the Tales from Godric's Hollow podcast. I love the idea of the show because I wanted to watch the Star Trek series for a while, but the hundreds of episodes is incredibly intimidating. I decided to join in with watching the episodes alongside you guys. I'm not hooked on Star Trek yet, but I really enjoy your podcast and watching the episodes alongside y'all. Awesome. Yeah. I Thank you for following us over here from, from our, well, one of my former podcasts. That's, mm-hmm. that's always good to hear, but yeah, it, 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 I think I'm probably in about the same place as you, maybe not entirely hooked on Star Trek yet, but Brent, Brent promises me we'll get there. So we'll get there. We'll get there. I mean, it's, you know, as this episode is coming out, uh, I think it's coming out between our Star Trek, uh, episode four, not or movie four and movie six will be the ones, the ones that we do there. So, um, you know, we're, we're just closing out TOS and, uh, you know, we'll talk about I'm excited really for Next Generation, which is coming up soon, Matt. Like, mm-hmm. I, I cannot wait for you and for Jepper 87 and for our friend Marissa, who I know is also watching along with us. Uh, hopefully she's still keeping up and hasn't fallen off yet. Um, but it, and, and several other people who've written in and said that they're following along with us. Like, yeah. like uh, I'm excited for us to get there because it, it's starting to come more into into our time. So I, I totally get it if you say you're not. A, a big, huge Trekkie just yet, but, uh, you know, you, Jepper, you, Matt, are exactly what this podcast is about, is there's just so much content out there. It's over 760 hours of content. Yeah, uh, Trying I, to go I, through I, that all is just crazy. Especially if you start at the beginning with all of the 1960s TV, it's yeah. like, yeah, trying to get through hours and hours yeah. and hours of that could be a challenge. So, I, I, I mean, Matt, Matt, let's, I mean, think about it. For everybody who's been following along with us, you're now on, epi- you're, you're in like your... 15th ish story mm-hmm. with 19 with the with the original series crew yeah and the last couple have been in the 80s right because of the <laughs> movies right that's true that's so true. we we did what 13 actual episodes from the 60s can you imagine doing 80 of those because that's how many that's how long the run is yeah yeah that that, that i think that'd be a really rough way to start out into it, trek fandom and unless you just really fell in love with it or you loved 60s or you had some sort of nostalgia to it, yeah, I'd quit. I'd be honest <laughs> with you. I would like like I you have to have a different entry point like earlier, which is part of what I love about the new Trek that's coming out there. It's really helping out, uh, you know, introducing new generations of fans. And hopefully this podcast does something relatively similar to that. So, yeah. um, 
So there we go. All right. Well, thank you, Jeffrey. Hey, listen, guys. iTunes reviews are actually iTunes is no more, Matt. It's it's just Apple Podcasts now. Apple Podcasts. Yeah, there you uh, go. Apple Podcast reviews, guys. They help. If you want to help spread the word about the show, that is one of the easiest and best ways you can do it. Because when you leave us good reviews, that that somehow works with Apple and their their algorithm when people are searching for Star Trek podcasts. Because guys, there's a lot of pot, Star Trek podcasts out there. There just is. You know, and that helps drive us up a little bit more in the search engines and gets people to find us as they're searching for new Star Trek episodes. So um, that that's one way you can help us. And if you do that, uh, you read it. We'll read it on an upcoming episode of Answering the Hails. And, you know, we always prefer the five star kind, but we'll we'll read whatever you give us. So. <laughs> we like honest feedback. Yes. If we need to fix the show, we'll fix the show. Hey, listen, we're experimenting with it all the time. You know, and it, it's it's we're only you know, we're less than 20 episodes in like, uh, 15 episodes We're you know, in that range, like, yeah. you know, we're still finding our groove. <laughs> so, uh, it's just, just what it is when you we have a new podcast. So, all right, Matt, let's turn our attention to a couple of emails that we got, uh, let's do it. or should we call them E hails? I <laughs> <laughs> see what I did all, there. Aren't all hails kind of electronic already? That is true. That is true. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you just ruined my joke, Matt. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. Our email comes into us from our friend Masha. Uh, this one is titled Vulcan Phrase. She said, hey, dear Brent and Matt, Diftor Hasumsa is Vulcan for live long and prosper. So it should be read with a little less emotion. Oh, I'm sorry. I just <laughs> read it wrong. Diftor Hasumsa. She says, I, better. Uh, she says, I know a few phrases in Vulcan and Klingon because I find constructed languages interesting, but I'm not dedicating enough to actually learning one of them. <laughs> I feel you on that. Uh, there's quite a lot of technology that was sci-fi in the 60s and is now pretty common, like the earpieces, tablets, mm-hmm. or the big flat screen TVs. That's one of the reasons why I really like TOS when I discover stuff that today exists. Uh, you know, as you talk about your Alexa, your computer shows, you know, we still invent new stuff that first appeared in the 60s sci-fi TV show, and that's kind of cool. And I would even add that to the 80s. You know, when we get to Next Generation, Matt, there's so much technology that's even being developed in our day as we record this podcast. So, Sure. Yeah, uh, you, you know I'll be looking out for it. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, it's, Masha, that's one of my favorite things to, to look out for. Yeah, and it, you pointed out. You're like, hey, tech note. <laughs> here's, <laughs> here's a tech note I just discovered. So. Uh, and Matt, you, I mean, you've, you've picked up on a few that I actually, I've missed. So yeah, uh, that's been fun. Anyway, uh, Masha ends up, she says, uh, anyhow, here's the proper Klingon parting phrase that means success. Kapla. All you'll, right. You'll get there. That you'll get that. there. <laughs> it's a, it's a fun, it's a fun Kapla. I like it. I like it. I believe it. All right. Uh, another email comes into us from our new friend, Jessica. Jessica says, hey, guys, I started listening to the podcast after hearing about it on Tales from Godric's Hollow. Hey, that's two, which is the Harry Potter podcast. (laughs) It's not surprising that you have a previous podcast that people come over from, Matt, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. and we reference the show often. I was going to say, I I may have mentioned it once or twice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, He says, I've been waiting to watch Star Trek, but the hundreds of episodes are kind of intimidating. Jessica, are you Jeppers? Are you Jeffers? Is that, are, are you the same person? I don't know. Anyway, it says, I just listened to the first episode of the podcast after watching Corbin Might Maneuver, and I'm loving the podcast so far, even though the Star Trek episode was a little boring. I can understand that. I was mainly emailing to say hi, but I also wanted to mention that I agree that the special effects for the baby man were fantastic and terrifying. If you remember that, Matt, that's the one. It was I little do. Clint Howard. 
and the, the, the voiceover work with that. Uh, mm-hmm. She says, keep up the good work. Ravenclaw out. Jessica. Awesome. Ravenclaw. Mm, whatever. <laughs> no, it's all good. You guys are good. All right, uh, Marie. Oh, this this one came in a while ago, Matt. Um, okay. We've we've kind of fixed this uh, in, in the sense of our run, but uh, I'm still going to read anyway. This comes into us from Marie. Says, "Hey guys, I'm loving the show, particularly this week, as I love Tribbles." This one came in right around uh, Trouble with Tribbles when we did that sure. show. What was what was that, Matt? Like three weeks ago, something like that. S- something like that. Yeah, it was I weird. lose track of time. Man, it's just going fast, isn't it? <laughs> like like it goes so fast, but it also seems so far away. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, anyway, it says I actually did think of them when I first read Half-Blood Prince when Jenny bought um, Arnold. Does Jenny have a, a puff skin or something named Arnold or a pygmy puff? Is, yeah, she has a pygmy puff named it, Arnold. Yeah, I, I, sure. I'll go with you on that. Uh, from she, she Georgia shop. Yeah, no, it's cool. Uh, she says about signing off at the end of the show. How about having a communicator noise and the one of you saying two to beam up and then the transporter noise? That could have been fun. That could have been fun. Hey, two to beam up. Which would be fun. Adding in, you know, like sound effects and stuff is not always the easiest thing unless you happen to have the proper gear, like a Roadcaster Pro or something like that, where you can just hit a little pad and, and do that. So, um, yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. I mean, we should get one of those. Hmm. We should get one of those. So, uh, no, actually, as we as we are recording this, we have. We have sort of landed on the idea of just saying live long and prosper. Uh, you know, it, it, it's a common phrase among Star Trek people, uh, as is the title of this episode or of this whole podcast. So <laughs> it's true. keeping it easy, I guess. But that would that one would have been fun. Uh, she gives a couple other examples, uh, perhaps having one at the beginning of the episode and one at the end, like Matt did with Tales from Godric's Hollow. Sure. Having an, an opening and closing. Uh, but she said, I'd also like to make a case for the Voyage Home movie. Good news, Marie. <laughs> that is out this week as you're listening to this. It is my favorite of the original series movies. I know some of the others have had much more detailed plots, but I always feel happy after watching this one. If you can't fit it into your schedule, then maybe Matt could watch it if he has time. I'd love to see his reaction to Mr. Scott referring to a QWERTY keyboard as quaint. <laughs> Matt, what did you you want to talk about that? I don't know that we ever talked about that specific scene uh, when we did that episode. Uh, we we didn't week. get into too much detail over that scene, I don't think. But I, I think I did mention it was essentially overall my favorite scene because mm-hmm. that it, it, just when they got in with Professor Scott, right, and, right, right, yeah, yeah. Like it, it, it's like just his kind of almost like bewilderment over everything. It's like wait. Did, this is how you lived. Uh-huh. Okay, like right. I'm familiar with this stuff. I've read about it in the history books. But uh, all right, here we go. I like I, I like how he's like, oh oh, it's a oh tactile interface. All right, and then like <laughs> he cracks his knuckles and he does like the two index finger like point and peck. Yeah, he's like tunk, 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 you know, and it's just flying just gets through. Gets in a rhythm and yeah. Off he goes, yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, really, really, Scott, really. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know how long it took me to master that, and I had to use all of my fingers. <laughs> Jeez. Um, but uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, that is from our friend Marie. So Marie, thank you for that. All right, one more, one more hail, one more email, uh, Matt, uh, to come right. through. This one says, "Praise for the wrath of Khan." Mm-hmm. Dear Brenton, Matt, Matt, don't read this until after you've read the film. Okay. News. 
I just finished what the episode this week on yesteryear, and I'm excited for next week's episode on discussion on what my opinion is one of the two greatest science fiction films ever made, Jurassic Park being the other one. That's right, it's time for Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, and I would like to take an opportunity just to sing a few of my many praises for this historic piece of cinema. Matt, before I go on, yeah, remind the folks out there how you felt about Wrath of Khan. It was okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean it, i enjoyed it more than mm-hmm. you know the the extra viewing i saw of uh search for spock but uh right yes yes you should <laughs> it, 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 it's not my favorite film there you go you know it and it's it it, it we we said this then and, and I, it bears repeating now i find that so interesting because when i approach wrath of khan Mm-hmm. Not only am I watching this movie, but I'm also bringing all the baggage with me of fandom in this. And I know how big that movie is to the fandom. And yeah. you can imagine you watch the television show, you have the animated series, and then you have the motion picture, which was not a great film. Yeah. And you're so excited for a great film. And you've got movies out like Star Wars. And I believe Empire Strikes Back had had just premiered. And you're just you're begging for a good Star Trek movie, sure. In the '80s, mm-hmm. and then along comes Wrath of Khan, and it's everything in the '80s you could have ever wished for from a Star Trek film. Sure. You know what I mean? And, and, and I mean, given that that run up to things, mm-hmm. it it definitely would have been the best Star Trek movie ever sure. made. Sure, and it, it would have been you know that new content that they're all clamoring for. Right. Right but right and now and when watching have, it future i'm sorry but watching it in the future you then have that nostalgia as well yeah you sure know? sure yeah. but yeah. when i'm looking at it for the first time and, and right. then you know quickly move past it and see other things that i can compare it to it's like eh. yeah. I, yeah i think it's i think honestly matt your assessment is a more pure assessment sure. than someone like mine um and Eric, I don't mean to poo-poo what you've just said here, but maybe even someone like yours. Uh, because we we bring so much more to the film and enjoying that film than what, you know, somebody who is, who is uh, Matt, is it fair to say you're very objectively viewing this film? I think like most of the time, yeah. In, yeah, you're coming in yeah. without a bias really towards it. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I mean, I have a very limited experience with Trek as a whole mm-hmm. and so i mean each episode each movie that that i go into is almost kind of a fresh point of view right right all right well let me let me go back to to eric's email here he says well star trek the motion picture that'd be star trek one seems to have been a great opportunity for the visual effects team to show off their pretty colors and the extents uh and the expense i'm sorry let me to show off visual effects to show off their pretty colors at the expense of a good story Wrath of Khan is its entire focus is on the storytelling, which is its greatest strength. Every scene, every line of dialogue, every effect shot continues uh, and contributes to telling the story in some way. The film moves smoothly from scene to scene and with almost perfect timing. There is nothing in this film that gives me cause to be bored, which is not the case in the vast majority of uh, all the other films, or even the ones for the most part I enjoy. I love calling attention to the two space battles between Enterprise and the Reliant in this film as the two greatest space battles ever put to film. I 
Don't know that I could agree with that uh, there, but I'm glad you think so, Eric. Um, there's a lot of other really great space battles on film, mm-hmm. especially today. Uh, anyway, uh, blowing up the Death Star at the end of Star Wars was certainly exciting and spectacular, but it just didn't put you on the edge of your seat in the same way. I can understand that. Every phaser hit, every tactical maneuver matters and has consequences, and nothing is simply for show. I could probably spend the entire podcast on my own breaking down the entire film scene by scene just to explain how great it is. This film truly speaks for itself. And Matt, I hope you enjoy the film as much as I have in my 10 years as a Star Trek fan. Look forward to your discussion next time. I have been and always shall be your devoted listener. Thank you. Live long and prosper. Do you catch that reference, Matt? Um, Do you remember it? Do you catch it? Maybe not. It's the it's what Spock said to Kirk, and he said it to him on a number of occasions, but specifically said it to him just before he died at the end of the film. And then mm. when we when we meet him again in the voyage home, yeah. he says something similar to him as well. And 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 it's actually a phrase: the "I have been and always shall be your Got friend" it. is what yep. he actually is. What Spock says to Kirk. Um, so he says, Live "Well, yeah, I, I didn't figure he said devoted listener." Well, sure. Sure. And, and and Eric even asked if it was too cheesy. And Eric, I'm going to say, no, it wasn't too cheesy. It was perfect. I love it. As, lo- as long as the the Trek expert catches it and, and appreciates it, I think it's okay. There you go. And, and I can point it out to you. So y- Yes. I, I, I mean, I, I can recall from my days back with Tales that I, uh, there are a lot of emails that sent in little one-liners like that that I caught and went right over Josh josh's head and you just had to let it go didn't you yep yeah (laughs) i get it i get it well matt that that's really going to do it that is our hails uh for the week um or for for whatever so hey listen you know when we're going to do another one of these matt as soon as get more as soon as people send us in more more emails or more itunes reviews so uh listen you guys do that get on it and uh we'll you know we'll put out another one of these guys we love getting to talk with you guys part of Part of doing this is not just for me and Matt to do this together, but for us to do this, uh, you know, with all of our listeners um, to, to do this together. We love hearing that you're watching along with us. We love hearing your thoughts on the episodes as we go through them. Uh, and, you know, I got to tell you, if, if you have a suggestion for an episode coming up, where, like I said, we're getting ready to start our run through Next Generation. I promise you our Next Generation run is going to last a lot longer. And I mean a lot longer <laughs> than what we did through TOS. And you'll be okay with that. Trust me. But if you got an episode, a favorite episode you want to pitch, uh, you can do that. Here's a couple of ways you can get in touch with us. A couple of ways you can send us the hails, and we will answer them. Uh, the easiest and best way, honestly, is email. That's beammeuppod at gmail.com. You can also uh, catch us over in our Facebook discussion group at beammeuppod discussion group. Uh, Twitter is probably the most active, the most immediate way you're going to get a response from us, and that's at beammeuppod on Twitter. Matt? Your Twitter address, if you don't mind, my friend. Absolutely. You can always find me on Twitter at as a matter of Matt. And I am at Brent Allen Live across all the social medias. And again, the show is at Beam Me Up Pod. And there's one more way. You can always call us and leave a voicemail. And we would love to hear that. We would love to receive that. We'd love to play that for you guys. 702-518-TREK. That's 702-518-8735. Well, guys, that's going to do it for us. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and get out of here, Matt. That's going to wrap up this show and everything else that we have going on. So until next time, guys, live long and prosper.